Hey guys, this is Ralph Macchio. Hey, what's up y'all? This is William Zabka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. Welcome, everybody. This is yes. our inaugural run. We're going to see what we can do with this. We did a test run last night. And oh, boy, did we. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Bree spent an hour and a half trying to fix something that wasn't actually broken. because And spent all month getting this ready for today. Yeah, and we'll find out if I actually managed to pull it off or not. I think anything that goes wrong... Are the people that are tuning in? Let's let's be honest here. Well, I'll say it. <laughs> you go ahead and say it. <laughs> um, what we've got is we're now we're going to have some issues right there on your screen. If you're watching the stream, you see the the instructions there how to get in the game. Um, we've still got people joining the game, so we're going to give it a few more minutes and let as many people get in as possible. We just did retweet it on Twitter. Um, should, should we just extend it another eight minutes? Because you said originally five. That's three minutes We're going to go till 4.05. We can go till 4.10. Um, okay. And so five, the game five, itself, ten. or 5.10. Sorry, I'm in the wrong time. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. <laughs> um, so we're going to go ahead and give you know give everyone time to get in the game that wants to play. The link will disappear once the game starts, so no one will be able to come in during the game, hopefully, because that would really kind of throw everything off. Because we're doing both the stream and the uh, game interface, there is a slight delay of about two and a half seconds between what you see and what you hear on the stream and what will show up on your phone. Now, I was using monitoring the um, monitoring the stream last night um, as a means of making sure that I had the timing right on that one. But now that I've got Peter's audio running through the same way, can't do that because you all heard what happened. Uh, as of right now, we have 19 of the 100, which is actually really good. Um, this is going to be the... Biggest, obviously, we've done yet because it's the first one. Mm -hmm. um, questions are multiple choice. There are four potential answers. Uh, they will start very, very simple, as you will see, and hopefully get harder as we go. It is a King of the Hill kind of last man standing uh, kind of setup. If you answer... in. Oh, hello, Hayden. Um, if you answer incorrectly, you are eliminated from the competition, but you can keep playing. So you will be out and of eligibility for the prize, but you were saying something. Oh, well, yeah, I wanted you to finish what you were saying before I jump back in. Um, the, the the big big but I was into <laughs> Choice, choice of word, Freudian slip. The, the, the big butt, um, okay. The big, the big butt I was trying to insert in there. <laughs> that's, that's what I was saying. <laughs> but you, you said you can still pl uh, continue playing along if you get eliminated. You won't be able to click the buttons, but you will be able to still watch along and answer in your own head. We won't be able to see what you're clicking or anything like that. That's the play along after elimination is what we're referring to. Oh, no. No, they can yeah. click the buttons now. Well, because the answers just don't count anymore. Interesting, because uh, when we were doing our test run and my thing timed out, I wasn't able to click anything thereafter. I was only able to watch the next question. Okay, well, let me check and make sure that I've still got that set. That so while she is doing that, uh, if you guys want to have the two windows up, if you're using a laptop or desktop computer, iPhone is still fine, but you'll have to be able to uh, toggle if you want to join in on the chat rooms as well. Um, otherwise, just keep it on crowd.live. Okay, so on your YouTube screen, we have the code right there, OP6AG. That's the code you're going to want to use at uh, crowd.live. Also, 
after the question is read, you want to wait for the answers to um, to turn white. Okay, the the box that it's in, it will turn white, and then you'll be able to select your answer. Before that, it'll be a muted white, you know, kind of a light gray. So wait until that turns white before you click your answer. These questions are very, or these instructions are very important because you could potentially lock yourself out. You can get timed out. You could accidentally hit the wrong answer, and then we have no way to reset that for you. Okay, so this is very much you got to be on your p's and q's, and just wait. Okay, there's there's no reason to try to beat the clock to select your answer first. That gives you no extra points. So read the questions carefully, and then answer once the answers turn white. Any yes. questions? Yes. When the questions turn white and when the, the timer starts counting down at the top of your screen, that is when you answer. If you answer incorrectly it will, or if you answer too soon, it will lock you out. There is no beat the buzzer on this. Uh, you do not get, like Peter said, you do not get extra points for doing, um, for doing it the fastest. It's just everyone who answers correctly goes to the next question. And you guys, the uh, it's gonna go. The questions I feel is gonna go a little bit quicker than most think. So Mike in the chat room there was just joking about phoning a friend. If you really want to even try googling answers, you by the time you hit that enter button to even uh, submit your question on Google, you're probably gonna miss out on the on answering the question. Okay, so it's just be careful. It's gonna be going kind of quick. Yes, you have 15 seconds from the time I hit start question timer until it runs down. You have 15 seconds. Um, If we get to the end and we have gone through all 30 questions and we have more than one person still standing, we will have a sudden death round, which I will explain a little bit in more detail if that becomes an issue that we have to deal with. Um, No point in filling everybody's head up with all kinds of rules that may not apply at this point in time. So we'll just go along, see how many we have left at the end. And if we've got more than one, oh, and the prize. Peter, what is our fabulous prize for our winner this evening? Okay, not the sexiest things if you ask me, but a Cobra Kai companion t-shirt. It'll be the first and one of its kind right now. So you'll get the very first ever uh, CKK shirt straight from our merch store that we just launched earlier today. Yay! And we'll give the link out to that on on Twitter. It's already on Facebook. We'll promote that around. So if you don't win a shirt, you can absolutely still go buy one. Uh, Hayden Schlossberg asking, is there a give a point, take a point possibility in sudden death? There is an actual option to set up a game that runs that way. But no, not on this one. Um, you should probably extend it maybe another five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got we've got 23 players. Um, okay. If you guys are okay with waiting till 4.15, just so we make sure that everybody's got the rules, because I want this to go as smoothly as possible. Um, I don't want anybody that might want to play to get locked out. Um, I don't want anyone who answers correctly. Um, as was happening a few times last night, because on when we when we did the test stream, uh, found out that on certain phones and in certain browsers, the reason it's so important that you wait for the buttons to turn white and the timing bar to show up at the top is because when those start, your screen will shift down a pixel, and it can result in you answering incorrectly. This is true. Also. Um... I know people are really trying, to, <laughs> really trying to get Hayden to play here. I cannot confirm anything. There's not even talks started. But what Brianna and I would like that um, potentially there could be a round that winners could potentially go up against somebody from the cast or behind the scenes. We don't know. That's something that we would like to, you know, maybe gauge some more interest in actually participating. Yes. I didn't know we were going to put that much public pressure on him right off the bat, but okay. Uh, 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 mm. <laughs> Hayden, we love you. That entire thing was his idea. I had no idea he was going to Well, I mean, I'm trying to troll and be respectful at the same time. Let's <laughs> see here. I mean, I, I, I don't imagine that any of the uh, TV3 are any type to cower away from such a challenge. Um, I'll leave it at that. Well, I don't know. Hayden got challenged <laughs> by a 15-year-old, so... Oh, you know what? He did. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. If that doesn't get him into it, I don't know what will. 
Uh, <sighs> okay. Oh, ho, ho. Oh, oh look at okay. that. Scoring brownie points already. <laughs> All right. So another four minutes. We're up to 25 yeah. players now. Um, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna scroll up a little bit, see if there were any other questions. Possibly that. Oh, uh, you're 17. I'm I, I'm sorry, Drew. Yeah, you know, I thought <laughs> I thought Drew was a senior, but I didn't want to like. Wait, who are you talking about? You know what I mean? Yeah, so. I'm sorry. I Drew apologize. knew he was talking about you. Did you graduate yesterday, Drew? My daughter did. Well, was supposed to anyway. You know, everybody's is all different because um, uh, in Oregon, or at least most of the Portland area, our um, graduations are usually the first week of June. So. Oh yeah, ours were you know middle of May. Always. Yeah, he's a junior, so. Okay. Um, all right. I don't really see any other questions. I think some people are like, you know, let's just get to it. But uh, right. we'll give it another three minutes. No big deal. Yep, because we have picked up two more players in the last two minutes. So there we go. Um, oh, look, it's look at Carrie doing the whole mod thing. Doing awesome over there in the chat. Very nice. Um, if this works well, then this is going to be an every Sunday night thing. I'm really hoping this works well because I think this is a ton of fun. And um, I was worried when I first started writing the questions. I'm like, I think I have enough trivia in my brain for, you know, one game, 30 questions. And what am I going to do if I run out? And then I wrote those 30 and realized that I could think of another 250 off the top of my head without even trying. So we've got at least that many games. We've got at least mm -hmm, eight more. Mm -hmm. So we know that there's also people, you know, tuning in that's probably not going to be chatting or playing along. So shout out to you guys, too, for even tuning in just because you are fans of The Karate Kid and Cobra Kai, uh, the best movies and show on available. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> it's really anywhere. So streaming, physical copies you can purchase. Yes. OK, so Sci-Fi Samurai asking, how hard are the questions exactly? Um, they Depends. Are you in our group? They start <laughs> they start very easy with the goal of getting harder and harder as we go. The last four questions, I will admit right now, two of them are trick questions. Um, I mean, they're not trick questions. The answer is obvious. The answer is the answer. But you have to pay very close attention to how the question is worded because some of the answers might actually apply in your head. But. If you pay attention to how it's worded, then you'll know why it doesn't. And most of you guys, you know, grew up understanding, you know, there's a, um, you know, fear does not exist and does, all of these ex expressions, right? I, I feel everybody is going to kick ass on this. You know, I'm not the brightest man in the world, but even I was able to answer these questions. No shade that like these questions are easy, Brianna. Okay, so don't think that I'm shading on your questions, but you I missed feel... the e you missed one of the easiest ones anyway. When we hold on, it. I misread it. There was a misunderstanding on the question. Okay, well, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that now. You're eating up some of the time we have left. Less less than a minute here yes but anyway i feel if you are a fan of the series and the movies you're going to be able to answer all of these questions i i, I hey uh, i i i believe in every one of you guys okay i i am there as well um i cannot pronounce your username but i'm assuming you are dragoot on twitter because it's the same icon we are starting actually Right now. Right now. So we're going to cover that up so no one else can join. There we go. We're going to start up the game. The first question is a test question. Like I said, no one can be eliminated on this question. This displaced Jersey boy with the uh, fiery temper transforms from bullied teen to the karate kid. What is his name? And remember to watch on your screen for the color of the question bars to change slightly and for that timer to start counting down. And we're going to have a little bit of a delay, like I said, between what you see and what we talk about. And the correct answer is, of course, I hope everyone got this. Daniel LaRusso. God. Dang it, I'm already eliminated first round. You weren't even playing. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's see who stayed in. 
We've got the ranking leaders board. Oh, ooh, ranking leaderboard here. 28 players, 28 survivors. Fantastic way to start the game. I think everybody's got the hang of it. This nice. is what we're going to do. So on to question two. Peter, as soon as you can see it, go ahead and ask. Okay. It's still showing the surviving player. All right, here we go. Life hasn't been very kind to this character since his loss to Daniel LaRusso at the 1984 All-Valley Under-18 Karate Championship. Who is he? A. Donald Rice. B. Greg Tolan. C. Scott McCall. Or D. Johnny Lawrence. Lawrence? Hey, look, I'm trying to say them all weirdly so they don't think, you know, there's a certain inflection to the correct answer. That's you get just it? the strangest pronunciation of that name I've ever heard. <laughs> well, it doesn't sound right, so they may think that's not the answer. Okay, it. okay, fine. Yeah. Anyway, the correct answer is, of course, Johnny Lawrence. Or Lawrence. Or Lawrence. <laughs> Donald Rice was the character's original name. Greg Tolan Peter is from? Uh, just one of the guys. We recently reviewed that. We did. Scott McCall is the perfect, wonderful 80s angel from The Equalizer. And, of course, this one is Johnny Lawrence. So, let's see who we've still got with us. Yep, Johnny Lawrence. One of our stup uh, favorite stupid faces, right? Uh, oh, no. We lost four on that one. Really? I'm going to assume that was a misclick situation. I am so sorry. We will get this worked out. I promise. But, congratulations. Unless Dave... Unless they really didn't know it was Johnny Lawrence. I mean, you know, well, maybe, maybe they didn't maybe, recognize the screenshot. Maybe Josh is playing silently and he picked Donald for <laughs> sentimental reasons. Or or technical reasons. Like, hey, this was the first name, really. Right. All right. On to the next question. Wait a little bit for things to show up correctly in the stream. Because I can monitor how what's showing. This character, played by Ron Thomas, was the one original Cobra Kai member most often seen to question and or regret the way Daniel was being treated. Who is he? Is he Bobby Brown, Jerry Robertson, Freddie Fernandez, or Dallas Winston? He's also the one with the best hair, I absolutely have to say. I, I would agree with that. He has beautiful hair. And wait for the stream to catch up. And the correct answer is Bobby Brown. Jerry Robertson is a Cobra. Freddie Fernandez is uh, Daniel's next door neighbor. And Dallas Winston was Johnny Cade's best friend in The Outsiders. So, Ron Thomas has also uh, been on our show twice. So if you guys want to check out those interviews, Cobra Kai Companion yes. on your favorite podcast catcher. Of choice. They're fantastic interviews, actually. And we lost another four. We've got 20 still in the game. I wonder if, like, the same four people are just, like, uh, their screen is frozen or something, you know? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. We lost four on the second one, four on this one. Um, if we lose another four on the next one, then I have I got a treat for you guys, because wait till you see what we do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's pretty amazing. Load up the next question for Peter. Start as, and we'll we'll get that as soon as it shows up for him. Hopefully, uh, everything's going well in the chat too. I had to uh, zoom in my screen. I might have to do something a little bit here. Are you uh, oh, ask the I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> in the episode, different but same. Johnny and Daniel start singing together in the car. What song do they sing? A. Head Games by Foreigner. B. Old Time Rock and Roll by Bob Seger. C. Take It on the Run by REO Speedwagon. Or D. Cruel Summer by Bananarama. One of the most iconic, already iconic after only two years, scenes of mm -hmm. the entire show. There we go. And the answer is Take It on the Run by REO Speedwagon, of course. Um, Did we lose games. another four? Yep. Huh? <laughs> Did we lose we'll, another four? We'll find out in a second. Uh, Head Games by Foreigner played when, you know, Johnny is drunk driving down. Um, I just forgot the name of the great big street in California. Ventura? <laughs> Ventura Boulevard. That's it. Um, old time rock and roll by Bob Seger is just me wishful thinking. 
and Cruel Summer by Bananarama, of course. Everybody knows that one. And, ooh, we've still got 20 survivors. No one eliminated on that one. Good job, everybody. All right, very nice. That was a very good one. All right, here we go to the next question. Wait for that to show up on the screen there. So we're all synced up. Located at 19223 Satakoy Street in Reseda, California. This is the apartment complex where Daniel LaRusso lived with his mother and where he met Mr. Miyagi. Is it Corbin Terrace Apartments, South Seas Apartments, Reseda Heights Apartments, or the Glenwood Apartments? And there's that poor pathetic duck. And also Freddy, our first Freddy sighting of the evening. Sorry, I'm just uh, replying. I was to... like, we've 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 lost Peter. We don't know yeah. what's going on. No, uh, so people are asking how to get into the game, but we've already started. Yes, yes. So apologies there. All right. The correct answer for this one is, of course, the South Seas Apartments. Uh, Corbin Terrace and Glenwood Apartments are both actual apartment buildings in Reseda, but they're a couple of blocks away in Reseda Heights. Well, that's where Johnny lives. And. Oh, we lost five on that one. Peter, can I do it? Uh, yeah, do it. All right. This is for those that have been eliminated. It's coming. Yeah, it, it, yeah it, they'll, they'll see it as soon as I say it. And there you go. That question was a crane kick to the face. It was brutal. It was brutal. <laughs> We're having entirely too much fun with this. All right. Next question, Peter, as soon as it All shows right. on the screen. I apologize to your beautiful your, your, your beautiful face, Crystal. It absolutely <laughs> is. All right, here we go. When Sam and Robbie go to the skating rink in costume for, night, uh, for 80s night, who are they dressed as? A, Madonna and Johnny Lawrence. B, Molly Ringwald and James Spader. C, Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze, or D, Daenerys Targaryen and Jon Snow. I love the neon at the top of that skating rink. That is really awesome. That whole scene is just amazing. They also got um, uh, OMD's uh, If You Leave on. It's one of my favorite 80s uh, song of all time. Just a very great episode, The Glory of Love. Fantastic music. And the correct Mm -hmm. answer is... Molly Ringwald and James Spader. Um, Tori and Miguel were dressed as Madonna and Johnny Lawrence. They talked about Patrick Swayze, but no one dressed as him. And, you know, Sam and Robbie just are Daenerys and John. So. And we have. Oh, my God. We're down to 10. That's another one, Peter. All right. Hit him. It is another brain kick to the face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, you know what? Uh, number one, I, I'm a little, I hey, look, lack of a better word, a little disappointed that uh, we've been dropping so many people. I'm, I'm going to be honest there. I'm actually but, very happy because sudden death scared the crap out of me. <laughs> but, but this, actually, it does make it easier because we were also concerned that there might be like 15 people still around at the very end. Right, right. All right. Who have we got still in here? Kiana. Jen, uh, JNP Domer, Helen. I think, that, I think that's Patrick. Yes. Mikey? No, 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 that, that's not Patrick. Um, Mikey G. Graf. Uh, Sabrina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris, watch party. Chris, yep. Mike, who actually my money is on Mike P taking this whole thing. Johnny H and Quicksip. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I wouldn't have pronounced that one. So good job. <laughs> well, I, it's probably wrong. Yeah. But next question, as soon as it appears, Peter will yep. ask it. Very nice. Uh, while I am wait, well, here we go. <laughs> Number seven. First, fill in the blank. Fill in the blank to complete this quote. Can you break a blank like that? Don't know. Never been attacked by blank. Is it a stone and statue? B, board and fence, C, log and tree, or D, block and wall. Also, oh, I was going to say, on the fill in the blanks, pay no attention to how many blanks there are on the screen, because I made them wrong on purpose. 
because I'm tricky like that. All right, and for the answer, we will go directly to the source. Can you break a log like that? Don't know. Never been attacked by tree. And the correct answer, of course, is log and tree. Yeah, Crystal calls you tricky. Tricky. That's what we call her behind the the microphone. Tricky Brianna. <laughs> <laughs> Just like we call Mikey sketchy, sketchy, you know, from the Cobra guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. Literally, no one calls me tricky though, because I'm generally not smart enough to trick anybody. But oh, all Lord, here right, we go. how many have we got remaining? We have nine. Who did we lose on that one? Was I it Mike? I, I, no, no, Mike's, Mike's at, at the, the top. Mike's at the top. <laughs> I can't remember uh, who it was we lost, but we lost somebody. Chris is still there. JMP, Domer, Kiara, Helen. Gosh, I don't remember. Uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 I know there was another person there, but they are gone. So, all right. Next question now, as soon as it appears. Okay. While we're waiting for that, too, uh, after this game, I'm going live with Owen Morgan on Instagram. So if you guys want to tune in. Go. It's your turn. I just read the last one. It was a fill in the blank. Oh, that's right. Okay, my turn. Sorry. Question eight. The song that played when Daniel went to golf and stuff looking for Allie in The Karate Kid is the same song that played during Miguel and Sam's first date there. What is it? Is it Two Looking at One by Carly Simon? Feel the Night by Baxter Robinson? The Glory of Love by Peter Satira, Or Young Hearts by Commuter? All excellent songs, by the way. Absolutely. And as we wait for the stream to catch up with where we are, the correct answer is Young Hearts by Commuter. Uh, Two Looking at One was actually part of the love theme from The Karate Kid Part 2. Feel the Night was Daniel and Allie's first date. And then The Glory of Love is just the theme for The Karate Kid Part 2. And still with us, we have, oh, we lost JNP on that one. Mm. We are down to eight. This is going really well. You guys are doing great. And we're not even to the hard ones yet, I don't think. Are we? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, getting, it's getting hard for, you know, casual fans. And please don't take offense if you don't think you are one uh, and got some of these wrong. Oh, yeah, but. and, and we're, we're still working on the technical aspects of it, you know, so. Um, oh, we lost Drew at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah, Drew is out. I hope he's still playing, but all right, here we go. Next question, Peter, as soon as it appears for you. Okay. Do, do, do. Oh. Here we go. This man, pictured with Ralph Macchio, affectionately known as the King of the Underdogs, directed the three original films in the Karate Kid franchise. Who is he? A. Clarence Brown. B. Robert Rawson. C. John G. Avildsen. Or D. Michael Ritchie. Apologies if it's Rosen. Um, I honestly don't know. Mm. I, I, I don't know how to pronounce it. I would have said Rawson. And now we wait for the countdown. And the correct answer is John G. Avildsen. Uh, Clarence Brown, Robert Rawson, and Michael Ritchie are all directors, and they are all directors of sports films. Um, I had written down which ones they directed, but I forgot, and I don't have the little writing one, you know, the little thing that I wrote anymore, so... But it's John ah. G. Avildsen, King of the Underdogs. There is actually a uh, an entire documentary about him. That's right, and you'll see some very familiar faces uh, with cast from all all types of movies, but especially the Credit Kid franchise. Uh, Drew did chime in and said that the costume question threw him off, so that's uh, where we lost him. Yep, yep. Hey, but kudos to you, buddy. All right, and no one got eliminated on that one. We've still got the same eight. Good job, guys. It's John Here G. Albertson. Question 10. This is, this is one of my favorite questions, actually, coming up. I love this one. 
This one, George, is going to ask it. Oh, is it me? No, I just read John G. Ableton. Oh, for God's sake, why do I keep forgetting? Yeah, gosh, I don't know. I'm, I'm running everything manually, <laughs> and it. I keep forgetting whose turn it is. Okay, when Johnny <laughs> hires the homeless woman, Lynn, to help him promote the dojo, she tells him she wants two things. What are they? Meth and a burrito, a Coke and fries, four fried chickens and dry white toast, or 30 sliders and four large drinks. I really mm, love I, this question. I, this I, I can go for so some happy. of that. I can go for all of those right now, A, B, C, and D. Are you a little hungry? Just oh, a little bit. Hello, Susan. I didn't realize she was in here. <laughs> I think she just popped in. Oh, excellent timing then. The yeah. answer, of course, meth <laughs> and a burrito. So there we go. Susan chimed in just for this question, you guys. There we go. Absolutely <laughs> perfect timing. Uh, Coke and fries is an old Saturday Night Live sketch. The guy wanted Coke and fries, and all they had was chips and Pepsi. Um, four fried chickens and dry white toast is from the Blues Brothers. 30 sliders and four large drinks. That's what Harold and Kumar bought at White Castle. That's right. And for those that are fans of Homeless Lynn, check out the group Homeless Lynn Theories and Spinoff Ideas. So yes. a lot of uh, her big fans are in there. So check it out. A lot of fun to be had, a lot of memes and threads to be shared. Yes. And let's see. Let's make sure that everyone did Lynn proud. Oh, no. What? We lost someone on that one. Who was that? Oh, I don't know. But someone's gone. Mike? Oh, Mike's still there. Mike is still there. <laughs> I keep looking there. for him Jin. first because you called him out. Um, I think it was Jin. Quicksip. I Quicksip, think we yeah. lost Quicksip. Oh, no. Oh, my, oh, my goodness. Of all the questions. Yeah, Susan's like, what? Yes, we lost someone <laughs> on that one. Oh, Clearly, somebody no. that's not in Susan's fan page, fan, you, fan group there. You know what, though? It, it may be their big Harold and Kumar fans, you know? That could be. That could be. Uh, or may, maybe maybe they got timed out and got reminded of something in the microwave. Uh, also you know? possible, right? Or somebody, they, was, somebody was warming up their meth and burrito in the microwave, and they're like, oh, shit, I forgot my meth and burrito. Do not warm up out. your meth in a burrito. You will blow – or do you warm up your meth in a microwave. You will blow up your house. Hey, I'm not supposed to swear, right? So i got to be careful with oh, the language. Okay. All right. So oh, I don't know. I'm asking. Next question. Next <laughs> yes. question. Free for, All right, for everyone. <laughs> Stop hitting the microphone, Bree. Okay. All right. Here we go. Number 11. Shortly after moving to Reseda, Reseda, Lucille lost a job that prompted their move, but she immediately found a hostess job at this restaurant. Was it A, Panda Express, B, the Orient Express, C, the Golden Dragon, or D, Express Restaurant and Nightclub? I've been to all those places. I'm kidding. I was going to say, seriously? <laughs> I don't think I will. I, I know I've never been to any of them. Um, I, I really haven't, which is kind of... You playing with the cursor? Shameful. I Oh, did I, did I show up on the screen for a second? Maybe. Whoops, sorry. All right, so correct answer is the Orient Express. It's actually on the window, but it's backwards and very tiny, so you couldn't see that. Um, Panda Express, everyone knows what Panda Express is. It's the favorite... Um, Asian restaurant of finer malls everywhere. Uh, the Golden Dragon is an Asian restaurant in North Hollywood. It's a couple of blocks away. And the Express Restaurant and Nightclub is a Korean restaurant, which is actually in the building that was the Orient Express in 1984. That's what's that's, there now. That's right. And although we moved away from Homeless Lynn, just a little shout out to Susan Gallagher. She's been on the show a couple times as well. We had an interview with her, and then she also uh, jumped in for the review of episode 203, 203 Fire and Ice. So check right. it out. Right, and plus she's one of our favorite people on the planet. Obvious. Oh. Goes without saying, but yes. Chris, Next question. what did, did he, you say? Did he really? Chris is out. Mm, well, there's always next week. <laughs> Oh, my God. What did you pick, Chris? I have to know before we go further. Well, to be fair, most of his videos of late have been on Cobra Kai, so maybe he uh, needs to rewatch The Karate Kid soon. There we go. I wonder, mm -hmm. I, I've got to see which one he's... The, the, the wrong one. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris, just message us on Twitter. <laughs> right, yeah. I, I really yeah. want to know which one you picked because I wasn't trying to trick anybody with that one. 
All right. And as soon as this shows up, another of my favorite questions, and you'll know why. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fill uh, in I mean, the I'll, blank. All right. To complete this quote, you know me, I've always been a bit of a blank. Is it a loud mouth, a smart ass, a hothead, or a douchebag? Sorry, we didn't have enough room for E, all of the above, okay? Hey. Oh. Hey. He's probably not watching this. That's going a little too far. Well, of course Daniel's not watching. This Daniel's not real. <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> I shouldn't have to explain the difference between fantasy and reality to you, Peter. You know what? I, I haven't brought it up recently, but I do wonder if either of them, uh, Billy or Ralph, has a burner account and is in our group. I wonder. I'm going to guess not. Because <laughs> they still like us. Okay, so the answer is... Uh, <laughs> You know me, I've always been a bit of a hothead, so. Daniel is a hothead. Yes. I mean, he's not going to call himself either of the other other ones, you know. Oh, I think that he would absolutely call himself a loudmouth or a smartass, and Johnny would not hesitate to call him a douchebag. So all all of these are actually appropriate answers, but hothead is the correct one. And we've still got our six. Here we go. Moving forward. You guys are doing great. Real quick, I, I wish Hayden was playing along so we could see if he did get one wrong. Because he could still be like, oh, yeah, I, I hit all 30. I seriously doubt he has gotten any wrong at this point. I know. I told you that I had him pegged as a winner. So, Yeah, I would say, shut up, Siri. I would say probably the last four, one of them might get him. But okay, I, I don't know. I don't know. And next question for Peter, as soon as it appears on the screen. Of course, Hayden, I got them all right. <laughs> as he kicks his feet up. We can't Ter- argue Terry with Silver, here we go, number 13. Terry Silver is the president of what company? A, Cyberdyne Systems. Hmm. B, Dynatox Industries. C, Wayland yutani uh, Corporation. Or D, Tyrell Corporation. I need to stop going across that screen with my cursor. Yeah, I just saw that. (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute. What's going on? All right. So waiting for the correct answer. And it is Dynatox. Um, I bet you Hayden got that one wrong. (laughs) There is no way Hayden got anything about Terry Silver wrong, except his secretary, because Josh saved him on that one. But um, Cyberdyne. Peter is from Terminator 2. Yes. Well, Terminator. Terminator. Wayland Yutani. I don't know. That's Alien. Um, oh, okay. And Tyrell Corporation. I don't remember where that came from. All right. I knew it a week ago, but, you know, I've slept since then. So. Oh, we lost somebody. Who'd we Uh-oh. lose? Who'd we lose? We lost somebody, but I can't remember. I am horrible at paying attention. Um, Helen? Was it Helen? Um, possibly, possibly. All right, next question. I'll wait till this shows up on the screen so we're all together. This one is mine and I will remember to to, to, to read it when it appears. When Johnny calls Miguel's family immigrants, Miguel replies, actually, we're from blank. Bakersfield, Riverside, San Jose, or Sacramento. So I'll be honest, this was the one that I actually had to think about the longest when I did the test run. And I went with the answer that uh, a girl I used to date was from there. And I was like, all right. Oh, <laughs> so, and you, you lucked out and it was right? I lucked out, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I would hope that everyone would know. Great, more immigrants. Actually, we're from Riverside. That Miguel is from... Riverside, Bakersfield, San Jose, Sacramento, of course, all, you know, cities in California. So that's really the only reason they're on there. Yep. And also, you know what? We don't care where he's from. It matters where he's going to now. Exactly. Drew absolutely (laughs) would have gotten that one right because he rehearsed that line. Yeah. And watch Drew's. uh, Look, just if you if you're not already, I don't know why, but subscribe to Cobra, the Cobra Kai kid. Okay, Drew recreated the entire first episode of the first season, Ace Degenerate, and he did an amazing job. Yes. 
It's so, fantastic. It's amazing. The airbag in Johnny's car there's, there's is a, the most there's amazing a pun thing in there. I've ever yes, seen. Yes, yes. That's one of my favorite things, but it's, the pun is in there. Fantastic. Okay? Huge fan. Yeah. Ooh, we lost two people. See? It was a tough one. We this, lost This was a good Jin? question. We lost Jen. Oh, my and, goodness. And uh, John something. And Johnny. The, yep, we lost Jen and Johnny. We're down to Kiara. Mike P in the house. And guess what? Guess what? All three of them are companions. They what are. What did I say? And Mikey Graf. Companions representing in here. <laughs> That's right. All right. I'm going to load up the next question. Peter will ask it as soon as it appears on the screen. Let's see. What question are we on? Like 14, 15? We're not even halfway through the questions and only three people left. Yep. This is 15. Here we go. Number 15. Before bringing Mr. Miyagi to life, Pat Morita played Matsuo. Matsuo? Matsuo. Look, in quotations, Arnold on which long-running sitcom? A, Happy Days, B, Laverne and Shirley, C, Mork and Mindy, or D, Sanford and Son. All great sitcoms. You weren't even going to try to say Takahashi? Uh, Look, I was running out of time by trying to pronounce Matsuo. There's actually a great scene from this where – Arnold is doing a karate class, right? And he's he's advertising it. And Fonzie is like, who is Matsuo Takahashi? And Arnold turns you and looks at him. You might have just given away the answer. I, it's okay because the timer's already up. Okay. <laughs> he says, who is Matsuo Takahashi? And he goes, do I look like an Arnold? Which was a fair <laughs> Like, no, you really, I guess, you know. In 1975, no, didn't look much like Uh-oh. Arnold. He was on Mike- Happy Days. Yep, Mikey had to guess, and he guessed wrong. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes, Arnold. He actually, Arnold's Drive-In, which was one of the main sets in Happy Days, was named after this character. And, All right. Uh, Laverne and Shirley is a spinoff of Happy Days. Mork and, Minnie is, Mork and Mindy is a spinoff of Happy Days. And like Pat Morita was yeah. on Sanford and Son, but he didn't play Arnold, so. Right. Now we're down to Kiara and Mike P. Mike P. Just throwing it out, you guys. Got to give Kiara some love because she, English is her second language. She's from Italy, you guys. She's from Sicily. English is her second language as of 13 months ago. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She didn't start, like, learning English until right around season two. That's amazing. We love you, Kiara. All right. Next question. As soon as it appears, this one is for Peter. I can't answer these questions. What do you mean you can't answer them? You're not answering <laughs> no, them. You're questioning. Okay. I know. Look, I'm playing along. Okay. Uh, question 16. As of Cobra Kai, where does Daniel LaRusso live? A. Van Nuys Boulevard. B. Sherman Way. C. Satakoy Street. Or D. Escalon Drive. You asked that question completely wrong. Did I? Go back and redo your inflection. As of Cobra Kai, where does Daniel LaRusso live? Where does Daniel LaRusso live? What did I say? You gotta ask it right. You gotta ask it the same way Johnny Good lord. Okay, okay. I get where you're going with now. (laughs) Goodness. And the answer is Escalon Drive. Van Nuys Boulevard is where that asshole Tom Cole's dealership is. Uh, Sherman Way and Satakoy are the two streets that Johnny lives between, and Satakoy is the street Daniel grew up on. All right, look, I, I, I had to say something when I said shit, and you just said asshole. So I apologize for cussing. Yeah, for, for those, especially, you know, for the 17 year old that I'm sure has never heard people cuss before, even though look, he watches this show where everyone cusses. Probably younger, also tuning in with their parents who also love the show, okay? Okay, okay. I apologize. I had us marked not for children, so. But it is Tom Cole. Right, right. I had to think about that before I said the whole name. <laughs> and next question, Peter gets to ask one that makes me very happy. I, I, no, I just, just asked ask the last that question. One. <laughs> question 17. <laughs> Written by Bill Conti and Allie Willis. This song was rejected for two major films before finding its place in the 1984 All-Valley Under-18 tournament montage. Name it. I Want It All by Queen, Eye of the Tiger by Survivor, You're the Best Around by Joe Esposito, or Maniac by Michael Cimbello. Basically just asking what song was used in the tournament montage. 
and waiting for the screen to catch up. Mr. Levi, or Levy, I'm assuming Levi, says nobody should get this one wrong. No, no one should get this wrong, which is why it gives me great pleasure to tell you. Watch yourself. He did. (laughs) Uh, I Won It All by Queen was the tournament montage from Mercy, season one, episode 10. Eye of the Tiger is one of the two songs it was rejected for, for Rocky Three. Maniac is the other song, or the other the other song it was rejected for out of um, Flashdance. The answer, of course, is You're the Best Around. And Peter, the tip What are you doing? Ultimate what are you fan, doing? I told you. Oi. Read the question backwards and said Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> you know, there is that famous trivia quiz whatever in the fandom for decades where you know i the tiger and you're the best were supposed to be like flip-flopped and that's just not what happened okay so i got ahead of myself i got ahead of myself that's why i emphasize it before the game you see what's going on now you got us fighting here in front of all these folks (laughs) we fight in front of these people all the time oh goodness it's our oh great now hayden top dog here with his feet kicked up on his desk (laughs) with his hands behind his head talking about Peter, seriously, with that judging emoji, I'm sure. He is definitely judging, and you're hurting Susan's brain. So ask the next question. (laughs) All right. The next question, number 18, being – no, before being cast as Amanda LaRusso, Courtney Hangler played Missy Cooper on which CBS sitcom? A, The Big Bang Theory, B, Third Rock from the Sun, C, Mom, or D, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I love that screenshot of her, that smile on her face. It is a great one. It is. She was very irritated with her mother in this scene, and she was trying not to strangle her from the back seat. So it was awesome. Or it could be Daniel in the front seat, and the same thing goes. Yeah. Um, the answer, of course, is a Big Bang Theory. Um, Third Rock from the Sun and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I just kind of put in there because, you know, whatever. She was on Mom. But she did not play Missy Cooper on Mom. But she plays Samantha's mom in Cobra Kai. Yes, she does. Yeah, I can say so. And we still have Kiata and Mike P. And we are on to the next question. Wait for it to show up on the screen so we're all together. The Karate Kid is a semi-autobiographical film written by this man, pictured with Martin Cove. He studied karate under the men who inspired the characters of Mr. Miyagi and John Kreese. Name him. Is he Mark Lee, Christopher Murphy, Sean Roche, or Robert Mark Kamen? You know what would have been really tricky if you are indeed tricky, Brianna? Is that if one of the answers said Martin Cove because he's pictured... I'm not that mean. <laughs> well, clearly I am. That Yeah, you, you would have done that. I would not have done that. The answer is Robert Mark Kamen. Now, there's slight tricks here, but you have to know really, really obscure things to get the tricks, I guess. Mark Lee wrote The Next Karate Kid. That's um, right. Christopher Murphy, I believe, was one of the writers of the remake. And Sean Roche worked on the cartoon. So, they all had something to do with the Karate Kid universe, but only one was the actual real-life Daniel LaRusso, and that was Robert Mark Kamen. And I bet you everyone that's tuning in knew all that, too, because that's how smart you guys are. Yes, everyone knew that. All right, Uh... and still Kiata and Mike battling it out. We may end up with these two in sudden death because they're both very stubborn. So I'm not sure if this question was directed uh, towards like us specifically in the chat. Is this a Cobra Kai group? Uh, we do have a group page, yes, on Facebook. Just type in Cobra Kai Companion, Companion spelled with the K. Most of us are in there. Yes, and we also have a podcast. Yeah, which we have. All of our socials are over there on the side, on the left. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you want to look us up, you can find us. 44 interviews, including uh, Hayden's in there too. Yes, at least once. Yes. yes. No, well, I, I meant the interview. Oh, yes. No, no, that's what I meant, too. You interviewed him oh. once. You interviewed Josh yes. twice. Well, you said at least once. That's correct. Yeah. Yes, only once. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Your turn. 
All right, next question. Number 20. Fill in the blanks to complete this quote. Wait, I think I know this guy. He's a jerk off that clean my dad's blank. A, swimming pool. B, septic tank. C, rain gutters. Or D, office windows. Kiata's going to get this one. Mike's going to get this one. This one is so easy. And everybody in the group's going to get one. You get the answer. You get the answer. Everyone gets the answer. Unfortunately, only one person gets the beautiful red CKK companion T-shirt that is you know, on I, the line today. I, I think Jen's using the emojis wrong because every time I look up, she's like crying. So I, I don't know if she is getting like the last 10 wrong or what's going on there. No, I think she's upset because she got eliminated. But for the answer, we will go directly to Kyler and ask him how he knows Johnny Lawrence. Wait, I think I know this guy. He's a jerk off that cleaned my dad's septic tank. Oh. <laughs> He knows Johnny because he cleaned his father's septic tank, which is kind of odd because around here, septic tanks are things that are like on double wides or houses way, way out in the country. I'm going to assume that Kyler doesn't live in a double wide way out in the country, but it is what it is. And we still have Kiata and Mike told you they were both going to get that one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That one was too easy. Too easy. That was a fun one. Now, here's one. See, they, they, they might not get this one. Might not get this one. Really? Maybe. We'll see. This is you. This is me? Yes. Four years before stepping into Daniel LaRusso's shoes, Ralph Macchio played troubled teen Jeremy on Andretti on which primetime family show? Was he on The Waltons, Eight is Enough, Little House, A New Beginning, or The Brady Bunch? And I actually got this, he got his season of this show for Christmas this year. <laughs> it's the only mm. season I have, go figure. It was really good. It was one of my favorite shows when I was a kid. And it is Eight is Enough. I had to share this for those that uh, didn't get to hear or or read. Uh, Susan told uh, told Drew uh, finish up and then beat a, a Cobra Kai kid. <laughs> yep, finish up and beat it. We've got we've got we've got uh, dialogue being tossed around in the chat out there. Mm -hmm. It's all going pretty. See, Chris, this is what always happened to me when I would play HQ, which is where I got the idea for this. Um, I would miss one. And then get the rest right. And it's like, I still got nine out of ten. Why wasn't I, <laughs> you know, still there at the end? Because they would always throw a hard one in in the middle and it was stupid. Second place, we'll send you a screenshot of the of the T-shirt. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> or the link to buy one of your You own. know, so, I mean, <laughs> if you want to say like, hey, I got them all right, but one wrong. Well, that's what we'll give you. We'll give you the screenshot. How about that? There we go. Eight is enough, but nine is too many, Ralph said. There was way more than nine people on that show by the time he came on. And number 22. In the episode All In, Anoush tells Johnny that he owes him something. What is it? A, the truth. B, an explanation. C, a new suit. Or D, a new pair of Oxfords. And it's all because of that shit Johnny pulled. Yeah, there you go again, huh? <laughs> Hey, that you is need, a, that's a quote. You need a swear jar, and also you need one every time that you think it's my turn to read the question. I really do. I've got so many screens on my screen at the moment that I'm keeping track of. It's, I believe you. Yeah, it's incredibly difficult. The but answer, it's like, I just read the question. <laughs> you did. You did. But the answer is a new pair of Oxfords because Anoush stepped in that shit that Johnny pulled on the billboard. Ox Oxfords are the new Jordans. Just saying. Just no, saying. not really. Oxfords are nerd shoes. But that's okay because Anoush is so awesome. He really is. And we still have Kiata and Mike P duking it out. Well, surprise here. Duking no surprise it out. here. What the honestly the biggest surprise is how many people we have left right now. You know what? People are now giving me all kinds of crap about my language. Bad words, close the naughty tab, 10 knuckle push-ups <laughs> per swear. See? That is way more crap than you were given about missing you're the best. Oh, well. That's hey, not fair. Hey, you know what? People understood it. That's why. Right. This one, they're like, she's still swearing. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, they know me by now. 
<laughs> they know me by now. Last time I did 10 push-ups, I was 17, and it was really, really not fun to watch. Okay, this uh, is my turn, right? Yes, because I just read Oxford's. Okay, you're, you're, you're in charge of keeping me asking the question. The theme song yes. for The Karate Kid Part 3 shares its title with a song by Roxette. They were even recorded in the same year, 1988. What is it? 48 Hours by Pretty Boy Floyd, Out for the Count by Winger, Listen to Your Heart by The Little River Band, or In a Trance by Money Talks. And I... So just... Hmm. I was going to say, I couldn't find any better screenshots than this one to go with this question, so... That works. They're all beautiful. But just, like, about the swearing, yes, we all swear. We're just trying to be mindful of anybody that is younger, Yes, you know, I am. That's, we are marked. Really we are marked not for children, so YouTube can't come after us too hard on it. We don't have enough subscribers to monetize anything, so they can't take our money away because we have none. So, oh, I just thought we couldn't swear. Well, in that case, I mean, I don't need to watch myself any. I mean, I don't swear that much anyway. But I was really trying to be careful not to swear at all. Oh, Levi's, know, Levi's fifteen. I, I don't know the rules. Yeah. Oh, is he? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, but he says he doesn't care. Anyway, the answer <laughs> to the question is: Listen to your heart by the Little River Band. Um, 48 Hours Out for the Count, In a Trance, all three songs on the soundtrack. Um, Listen to Your Heart, the Roxette version, was used in Cobra Kai. It's the song that Miguel used as the background music for his his silly little adorable octopus video for Sam. Oh my God, we have a winner! We do. Oh my God! Everybody wait and see! Mike P. All right, Mike P. Mike P. Risen to the top of the leaderboard. Oh, my God. That was freaking awesome, guys. Yeah, good job, Mike. And that, everybody that played. Very good. Very good. Kiata coming every, in second. Everyone played excellent, hard. Excellent, excellent effort. Excellent effort. That was fabulous. And Kiara, to make you feel better, I mean, if uh, hopefully you don't feel down, but uh, Johnny also lost to Daniel, so you're the Johnny in this situation. There we go. So there we go. I, I you know what? I am. Vind- I, I said as soon as I find out, found out that Mike was playing, I was like, he's gonna win. Yep. He's gonna I, win. Mike is a sleeper. I'm telling you. I don't know if it's a sleeper. Like I think that was like a really good pick. He's also really good. Right, but but Sleeper, I feel, would be like a dark horse, kind of like, that. that's one to kind of keep an eye on. Right? But I think it's kind of like, oh, yeah. Like, he said no pressure earlier, you know, sarcastically. Of like, no, I think Mike's got this. I think Mike P. But you guys P, all did great. I think Mike P, in a throwdown contest between me and him, I think I'd lose to him. I mean, hold on now. Let, let's not jump the gun on that, okay? No, I, I mean, when we, when we did the Facebook trivia um, the other he night. He only we... recommended our show to Al Sharpton, okay? Right? <laughs> Can we do the rest of the questions? I don't know. Actually, I'm going to leave that up to, uh, to the, the game runner here. Um, uh, where, do, where did we stop at? Maybe, maybe we, we could, could round it up. But I already closed the game. Oh, well, that's all right. See? So, hey... Thank you guys for all tuning in. And we have seven questions left for next week. See? See? Hayden, Kiara, great job. Um, But, yeah, we'll we'll have more questions next week. You know, only if you guys had a good time. I I don't know. You know, you guys were kind of quiet in the the chat room there. So if if we even get one person that that said to suck, then we probably won't do it. So. Oh, yeah. No, that's a big lie. (laughs) But speaking of next week. Now I get to add this. You're going to get to see a blank screen for a second because I didn't add this scene before we went live, but we really needed it. Next week, we will have a guest host, and that guest host will be, oh my gosh, hang on. There we go. I'm trying to get it to the right size. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I I really should have done this before we went live, and then I was like, oh my God, now I can't do it anymore. Our guest host next week is Owen Morgan. We've That's already right. talked to him. Uh, we we he, he wanted to come in today and, and be part of this today. And I figured that if we were going to fall flat on our faces, it would be better if we did it alone. But yeah, next I agree week, with that. We will have a guest host. Owen Morgan will be live with me and Peter asking questions. Uh, same time next week. All right. And for those that are still listening in, speaking of Owen Morgan, 
Owen will be joining me on Instagram Live. He will be taking questions. We'll be catching up with him and uh, and just kind of see what he's up to. You know, we're all impacted on what's going on out there in the world. And uh, we'll just talk to Owen and see what's going on with him. And if you guys want to ask questions that he is able to answer, you can do so on Instagram. So if you follow me, you just wait for that live button. Or if you haven't yet already follow Owen on Instagram, you can find him at OW3NM0RGAN. So Owen Morgan with a three and a zero. And yep. I think that's all we've got. Um, let's see. What do we got? We got we've got uh, we've got some stuff coming up on the channel uh, starting we do. tomorrow. Yes, uh, we've got the, a new series, a new series, a new series. Um, every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. We'll be dropping short little 10, 15 minute videos just for fun. Uh, we've got some time to kill. We've got an indeterminate amount of time to kill. But we're done asking and we hope you all are, too. We'll get it when we get it and it'll be worth it. Right. This is true. Yes. Please look. Cut out on the uh, hitting up the big three on Twitter and using all types of language and demanding things that you feel you're entitled to. Okay. Just be patient. We're all going through the same things. We're all stressed out as well. I am without my family. I'm not over here bitching about it. Okay. So there's other shows that you guys can watch in the meantime. Rewatch Cobra Kai season one and two. Rewatch the Karate Kid movies. There are other things to partake in rather than harassing people from the show and asking for season three right and we've got some fantastic fan creators some of whom are here in the chat we've got cobra kai kid here on youtube we've got watch party chris here on youtube all uh, types of videos uh, theories we've got dave rubaclava and we've got <clears throat> cobra kai theory podcasts out there the cobra guys are you karate kidding me cobra kai companion i've heard of that one before mm -hmm. um we can entertain ourselves and as long as we need to yeah, 44 interviews, right, on our podcast. If you guys are looking for content, go check it out. Okay, We have a, a plethora of group pages you guys can join and interact with other fans, too. Okay, You guys are not alone if you feel like you are. No, we are all in this together. We will make it through to the end. And then, you know, once we get it, we have entertainment for six hours, and then we do this again for a whole nother year. So seriously, why are we pushing it? We got to do it again. Oh, no. Stretch it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. And Natalie points out there's fan fiction to read. There's fan videos you can watch. Yes. There's art you Tumblr. can go look at mm -hmm. and, and make yourself. And it's See? just fandom is huge and we can take care of ourselves. And uh, Chris. Really nice when the creators show up and become part of it because that's freaking yeah. awesome. Uh, uh, Chris from Watch Party is uh, has just announced that he has a video coming out tomorrow. See, so there you go. Uh, give him a uh, subscribe. You know, hit that subscribe button on YouTube so that way. Oh, and the and the bell, right? So once he uploads it, it'll be available, and you guys can start watching it. So many ways uh, to get all different types of content, and not just a show. Okay, so we are. You know, the greatest fandom out there. And they'll start acting like it, okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. We're going to sign off. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. I'm going to be going live with Owen uh, in, in a few minutes here. So just keep, keep an eye out on our Instagram accounts. Um, we have content coming in on the show. If you want to support us, we have a new merch store, ckcompanion.threadless.com. Okay, uh, a few designs in there now, and as we develop more uh, designs, we will upload those and share those on our social media accounts as well. Uh, currently, I am looking into some sort of charity where I can donate my um, my my proceeds from the merchandise. You know, I'm gonna set a time frame, maybe by the end of uh, all of May. Anything that I get from those purchases, I will donate to a nonprofit organization that is um, helping out with victims or people impacted by COVID-19. Okay, so um, it's a way to kind of show your support for us. And also any money that I get from it, I am donating 100% to the cause. Yes. Okay. So uh, for more information, please join our group. We mentioned it, Cobra Kai Companion, Companion with a K. I'm not going to give you the entitled name. It's very long. It's a play on the website from the first season. Just type in Cobra Kai Companion in the address bar. We will show up. Companion with a K. Yes. Companion with a K. And, okay. So yep. um, I was going to say something, but I completely forgot what it was. So 
that's all we got. Thank you for playing. Yep. Oh, Mike, Mike P, you need to get a hold of us either on Twitter or Facebook. Let one of us know your T-shirt size so we can get your T-shirt sent off to you, Mr. Champion. Yes, Congratulations. yes. Congratulations. So, very first uh, winner. And uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And we hope to see you guys next week for another prize. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.